1: Joining us right now of key, of course, to the NFL Network, Ian Rappaport. Ian, Joe Beningo, how are you? What's going on, man? How are you? Oh my god, i be better if my Jets win these two games and the Patriots lose. But I don't but I don't wanna I don't oh, yeah. I don't wanna start with that. I want to start yeah. with this. How about that with two weeks left in the NFL season? We have eleven teams that are under five hundred that can still make the playoffs. Isn't that crazy?
2: It is crazy. And you know I, I think there's probably a good chance that maybe only one under 500 team will make the playoffs. I think, you know, likelihood is is there'll be a couple nine and eight teams, which, right, you know, right. it's fine. It used to be some eight and eight teams. Yep. I think it's, yep. you know, probably not a big deal. I think what's maybe even, you know, more interesting or, or more compelling is that so many teams are still in it. Like I'm going through and trying to figure out like, you know, who's going to be looking at changes in the off season, who's firing mm-hmm. coaches. And honestly, like it's hard to figure because so many teams are still in it, which you know, going to make for a really fun and kind of hectic two weeks.
1: Yeah, no, look, I mean, I'm I'm very excited. I mean, it's going to be uh, it's quite the weekend. Plus, you also got the college uh, championship games coming up, so it's really yeah. a, really an outstanding football weekend. What's happened with the Derek Carr? I'm I'm assuming is done now with the Raiders. It's over for him, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say that's probably the most likely situation. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, that situation kind of gives me a little bit of pause, honestly, because you know it wasn't just that they were like saying they're going to move on from him; they moved on from him. They said goodbye to him, and he's literally still on their team. So, sort of never can say never in this weird world. But you know, unless let's assume the Raiders can find somebody they like better, whether in the draft or whether free agent, whoever, I would say that's the most likely scenario. And then, you know, they basically go through having a year that was lost um, with quarterback play that was below par, but a coach who has a great history of working with quarterbacks and not just Tom Brady, but plenty of others too. Um, and, you know, they sort of get to start over. And I'm interested to see what they do. And I'm interested to see who picks up Derek Hart because he now becomes – Mm-hmm. You know, definitely one of the most interesting free agents or trade market guys around.
1: Well, let me ask you this question, okay? Because I'm a big Jet fan. Zach Wilson's done, as far as I'm concerned. Here, I, I would like to see Mike White be the guy. I mean, we're going to find out a lot about Mike White going into these next two games. There's no doubt about it. But right. do you see? Do you see a scenario where Derek Carr's on the Jets next year? Sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could see Derek Carr in the Jets. I could see. Mike White impressing enough where they say, you know what? This is going to be our starter. We're going to get a really, really good backup just in case. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. this is going to be our starter. I could see, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is kind of the easy one, right? I mean, it's some same staff. Stalin knows him well. I mean, this, you know, there's obviously a lot there. I think that's what sort of everyone points to. But, you know, based on where the Jets are, you could take almost any free agent quarterback and be like, yeah, I could see them taking that. I mean, that's what the Jets' offseason is going to be about, which will be interesting, but also a little bit scary because you just don't know who it's going to be.
1: You know, I got a guy for you, and I and I I never liked this guy, but I'm but I'm starting to like him, and I think he, you know he's still young enough, and that's Baker Mayfield. He's 27, right? He's been on three yeah. teams. He's going to be on his fourth team next year. I think he's yep. been humbled a little bit. He's played real well with the Rams. I don't know how much stock you want to put in that because he's got McVay as his coach, and the Rams. Then you know they, their season's been over for a while. Well, what do what do you think about Mayfield?
2: I think Mayfield is playing his way into being a starter again, right? Unless he says, "I'm just going to stay in L. A. be a backup, take over for Stafford whenever he retires, and that's that," which would be an interesting career choice, but like maybe not the craziest thing ever. Um, You know, obviously there's a lot of carryover between the Lafleur system, the McVay system, and the Shanahan system. Like, there's obviously some similarities. So, seeing what he's done in L. A. Is maybe a little indication of what theoretically he could do with the Jets, and it's really just a matter of what do your eyes believe. Do you believe that the Baker Mayfield from Cleveland the first several years was real? Do you believe the last year in Cleveland when he was badly injured, and then the half a year in Carolina was that real? Like, or is it what's in LA? Like, that's you know, for evaluators, that's really what it is. Is like, which is the real guy, and which guy are you going to get?
1: Mm. Talking to Ian Rappaport, talking to uh, NFL with him, tremendous uh, NFL weekend coming up uh, this oh, yeah. weekend. Uh, uh, he, he, unbelievable, no doubt about it. Daniel Jones, he's had a phenomenal year. To me, he's a guy that, uh, and I know he's not going to be, be the MVP, but he deserves some MVP consideration. I mean, considering the offensive weapons or lack thereof that he has around him, uh, he's had an unbelievable year. The Giants are on their way to the playoffs. What's your thought on Jones? and what Are the, Gi- are the Giants going to give him a big contract now going forward in your mind? How about that?
2: You know, I, I think if it works out, I could see him with the Giants. Um, I could see him in Saquon both. And, you know, if you're Joe Shane, you're the new management there, like that makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, you could argue, and you probably would argue, that it is the worst skill position group
1: no question. Take one's
2: awesome, obviously, but receivers, no doubt, tight end, the worst in the NFL for any team that is anything, right? Yep. Um, and he's done well. He's managed it. He has run when necessary. He has completed passes with receivers who would probably be on a lot of other practice squads. I think he has earned it for the right price. You know, now how big is the contract going to be? Is it going to be you know five years? You know, two hundred and fifty million. My guess would be probably not, but a really solid short term deal that, you know, would benefit both sides because theoretically the Giants could get out of it if it works badly. He could get re-upped if it works well. You know, short-term deal, I would say, probably makes the most sense.
1: Who do you see getting that last playoff spot in the NFC? Oh, man.
2: Uh, I mean, I guess it, it sort of depends what you think of Carson Wentz, right? Um, now, obviously, I mean, you know, I would say so hard. I mean, I, I think Carson's going to come in and play well. I think they get a shot. I really think...
1: Well, they're in the driver's start. seat right now. I mean, all they got to do is win out Washington, and they're in. So
2: Right, right. Um, you know, Seattle's an interesting one for me. Obviously, they play your Jets this weekend, and then the ultimate Geno revenge game. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, they are. I think they are better. By the way, Pete Carroll revenge game, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well,
1: um, it's only, you know, 30 years ago, but yeah.
2: Well, but... You know, hey, I'll tell you this. Knowing Pete Carroll like I do, you know that he holds a grudge.
1: Yeah. You know it. Yeah. Um, and he should. You know, they dumped him after one year. I know he lost his yeah. last five games, but they, you know, that they shouldn't. That, that was a mistake.
2: There's no doubt about it. I guess I'm looking at it right now. I think if you had to say who's the odd, I would say the Packers probably win two in a row. And, um, you know, and Two in a row and, and probably get in. That's probably my guess there.
1: Right. And Washington loses a game because they'd have to lose a game first, Washington.
2: Yes, that's right. And they play They play the Browns this week.
1: And then uh, they play Dallas. I think they finish with the Cowboys, don't they, Washington? I think so.
2: Yeah I think that's right. And Dallas, you know, we'll see what they have to play for. If they win this week, the Eagles lose to the Saints, which is possible. There'll be a lot of more on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think to me I can't see that. I mean, they're, and any the Eagles played the Giants the last game of the year, right? I mean, all the Eagles got to do is win one game and they win the division, right? Right,
2: win division and then most likely a buy. Right, but that's why, like you know, could we see Jalen Hurts play week eighteen? And you know, when you got to have it, like I think we could. I'd be a little dramatic, but yeah, I think we could do it. Lock up the MVP. Yeah, I could
1: see it. Now on the other side, is, okay. So you ready? to Think Seattle's got a shot. So you think the Jets are going to lose to Seattle? So you just you think you don't think they're going to get in? You think you think the Patriots are going to win two games and get in? They're going to beat Miami and Buffalo.
2: Um, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I need to know what happens Monday night first
1: mm-hmm. um, against the Buffalo Bengals. You are talking about, yeah,
2: um, yeah. Uh, you know, because we need to know what Buffalo has to play for. Like, there is a possibility that Buffalo doesn't have a lot to play for, and they, you know, play Josh Allen a half, arrest some guys, and, and kind of see where it goes. Um, I mean, that's going to be interesting to find out as well. All
1: right, so this game, so now two is not going to play on Sunday. Uh, Bridgewater is going to play against the Pats in Foxborough. Uh, how do you see that? Do you think you see New England winning that game? Uh,
2: you know, probably. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is – you know, probably the best. I would say top five back at the NFL. Okay, um, I'll give you that. You know, cer- you know certainly. I think that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, he should put up a good fight. He should be good. He should be able to run the offense. I really don't think New England is as bad as as we all have seen. They've been, you know, the offense has been bad. The defense has been good enough. Um, hold on. Um, I'm sorry, I have to text while I'm. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking to you. Texting Bill? That.
1: You texting Belichick? Is that who you texting?
2: No, hey, if 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 <laughs> Bill if Bill wanted my uh, wanted my opinion, I would certainly have some thoughts. And you know, look, I reported uh, you know a couple weeks ago that Bill O'Brien is a, is a strong possibility for the offensive of coordinator job, and I don't know if Bill wants my opinion on that or not. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean,
1: to Bill me – Bill O'Brien is you with know, isn't he in Alabama now with Saban? He's with Alabama,
2: but his contract is running out. Okay, okay, his contract is out. Has not has not re-upped um so yeah uh, uh, but anyway to answer your question i think the Dolphins are going to be okay but it does look like it's opening up a little bit for the patriots and you know things always seem to work out for the patriots as they have the last 20 years so i would sort of i would definitely keep an eye on that especially if it gets to a situation where the bills don't have much to play for in week 18
1: the one thing about new england i was talking to ian Rappaport of uh, the nfl network I'll tell you what. The last two weeks, the losses they've had the last two weeks, especially the win against the Raiders, was mind-boggling. And and I can't believe, And I was thrilled, but I can't believe they did not overturn that touchdown to Keelan Cole in the Raider game because he clearly had his foot out of bounds. Yeah, that was.
2: Yeah, that was a tough was that? one because I think part of it was because of his the color of his shoes, and you couldn't tell there was. Uh, if I remember correctly, white on the outside of his shoes. It was either white or black. Anyway, it was camouflaged with the end zone, and you just couldn't tell. Right. right. Um, and, you know, the NFL, the way it's going to go is, um, it's if you unless you know for sure, if you can't say for absolute sure, then you're not going to overturn it. And, you know, obviously that was a big one.
1: Obviously, and then of course the crazy play at the end, uh, unbelievable. And then then the way they lost this past week, you know, they're going in for the winning touchdown after they're down twenty-two nothing, and Stevenson fumbles on a four-yard line. I mean, you know, very, very unpatriot-like stuff, Ian. You know, yeah,
2: you know, I, I I agree, and that's one thing. I mean, they've always been, you know, they've always been a team that has been smart, has taken care of the football, has played good on special teams, and this year it's been the opposite. And obviously, the focus has been on the offense, obviously. But it hasn't been all the offense. There's been certainly some issues, I would say, certainly some issues. I'll
1: tell you one thing, they get a defensive touchdown every week. I mean, it it makes me delirious.
2: I mean, every week they're scoring a
1: defensive touchdown, that team. It's unbelievable.
2: And, I mean, you know, imagine if the offense was, you know, functioning at a level where it was basically just average. I think they'd be pretty good. they can get that the last two games, you know.
1: Yeah, well, let's hope not. I mean, I mean, you know, i right. i i have to I have to root for Miami this week, which is painful to do because I can't stand them. But you know, you need, the enemy yeah, of my enemy like is that? your friend. You know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. So I I, I need the Dolphins to win, and obviously my team's got to win two games. Uh, again, talking to Ian Rappaport of the uh, NFL Network. All right, right now, if you want handicap the Super Bowl for me, who do you like? Who do you, who do you see? I know we got a lot of football to be played yet, but who, who do you see?
2: Well, um, you know, I would say, uh, I think the Eagles, I would probably go with the, I mean, it's not like a very sexy choice, but I would say the Eagles are probably the most complete team, especially if Mm -hmm. Lane Johnson plays and and Jalen Hurts gets healthy. I would say probably Eagles Chiefs would be my, would be my guess, which is kind of chalk. I get it. Not very excited. So you see the Chiefs,
1: you see the Chiefs beating the, let's assume they play the Bills again in the playoffs. You see Kansas City winning, even if the game's in Buffalo.
2: You know, I think games in Buffalo game in Buffalo might change some things, mm-hmm. And that, and that's like, you know, those two have played in some classics yep. and that, you yep. know, promises to be incredible, but I don't know. I mean, and maybe this is the year, maybe this is the year that Buffalo does it. Um, but I do think home field advantage will matter. And that's why like this Monday night game, you know, there's been some, some good primetime games this year. There's been some not as good. This primetime game Monday night is going to be one of the best in recent memory, and I'm very excited for it. But it also has wide-ranging ramifications, including who you think is going to go to the Super Bowl because who's going to get home field advantage could rest on
1: it. Yeah, yeah no question about it. Well, How about this tour thing with the concussions? I mean, uh, yeah, how do you think this is playing out? Do you see him play again this year? I mean, and how about the fact that the NFL kind of missed on this in the game Sunday? How about that?
2: that's the problem with concussions is I don't know who missed what, because it's not like an ankle. So like I saw the hit that everyone's talking about end of the first half, head hits the turf. That happens all the time. And all the time. Just, we just don't know. Did that cause a concussion? Did it not? Was he feeling symptoms and didn't say anything? The NFL says, and he has said that he was not feeling symptoms. Was it really the day after? Did that affect his performance without him realizing it? It was a miscommunication on one of the interceptions. What did that mean? Like that's, That's the problem is we just don't know. And that's why it's an inexact science, because unlike a sprained ankle or a hurt hamstring, a lot of it really does depend on player feedback. You don't always know, and we may never.
1: Right, right. Is Russell Wilson done in your mind?
2: I mean, they say they can revive him. Um I don't know that I've seen a quarterback revived. I mean, I guess maybe Baker Mayfield kind of this year, but mm-hmm. um, I would be very curious how somebody is going to revive him unless you can literally replicate what you did in Seattle, which is run the heck out of the ball and get him to play outside the pocket and run around and be that scrambling quarterback. But he's in his mid-30s. So is that realistic? Yeah. I mean, it's like I was watching Aaron Rodgers the other night and he did not look very fast. Now, early in his career, he looked fast. Running around the other night, he did not look fast. Sometimes it happens. I'm 42. I'm probably not as fast as I once was either. Although I was never really that fast, to be honest. Mm. Um, does Russell Wilson have it in him to be that scrambling quarterback again? There's a lot of questions. Who's who's and that co- doesn't matter because they can't do anything.
1: They they're terrible. They they're terrible. Who's they're, coaching they're that team? Have to play him. Who's coaching Denver next year?
2: Um. You know, I would expect them to look for an experienced guy. Um, that said, you know, all the focus is on the offense. I think that's what everyone's talking about. But you know, culture to me is the most important thing. Culture is the most important. So, who can hold Russ accountable? Who can hold the players accountable? I mean, it got it got bad in Denver, not because everyone was, you know, not because Russ was bad, but because players were fighting each other on the sideline. Mm. To me, it's about culture. So, some sort of veteran coach. Who can help set the culture? I mean, Jim Harbaugh would make a lot of sense. Mm. Honestly, he, he really would. Even though I know he said he wants to stay in Michigan, mm. it would certainly makes some sense.
1: How about Sean Payton? Where's where he? He's going to coach again. Is he? Uh, the, everybody said he's going to take over from McCarthy in Dallas. I mean, do you see that happening?
2: Well, you know, I think if Dallas has a horrific playoff game, I don't think they're going to fire McCarthy, but I know the questions will begin. Right. Fair enough.
1: Um, you had a pretty horrific playoff game last year.
2: <laughs> are you, you going to give him another bad one? I mean, you, you know what I mean, right? Um, now they're you know they've won. They're going to end up winning like twelve or thirteen games, right? So right. like you know, and I, and the playoffs is like I'm not. This is not taking anything away from the teams that win, but it's a little bit of a weird crapshoot. Um, so I think it would have to take a horrific, horrific, horrific loss for the Cowboys to do it about face. But as you know, when things happen on national TV, they take on an increased importance compared to everything else because the whole world is watching, the casual fan is watching, and it does seem to change things a little bit. Mm.
1: Ian, it's a pleasure talking to you. Um, Be well. Uh, Looking forward to a big weekend, and hopefully you're wrong about my football team. We'll leave it at that. (laughs)
2: I, I have a lot of Jets fan friends. I'm sure they hope I'm around
1: as well. Indeed. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network and Ian Rappaport's appearance is brought to you by Kia's Season of Giving Back. Visit kia.com slash season of giving back to learn more. By Total Orthopedics, the experts at getting you back to being you. By Town Fair Tire. Of course, nobody, 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 and nobody on top of that beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And by Collars and Company, makers of the best polos on the planet. Visit Collars and Company. Dot Oh, it's Collars and Co. Okay. Visit Collers and
0: Co, okay. Dot com.